Good morning. You're listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JQLM Radio. Thank you for joining me today on this Wednesday, April the 22nd in the year of our Lord 2020. It's your godson, your grandson, your big brother, your little brother, your uncle, your nephew, your friend from down the street that you grew up with, your friendly neighborhood pastor, your old summer fling. Whoever I may be to you, wherever you are, welcome to That's Good Doc with Kendall Wyatt on JQ LM Radio on this, the day that the Lord has made. So, they're going to open the country back up. Never mind the facts. Never mind the fact that as a nation, we still haven't hit our peak yet of cases. Never mind the fact that states are still seeing and reporting daily the highest number of COVID-19 cases that they've uh, announced in the entire time of this pandemic. Never mind the fact that we're experiencing more death on a daily basis now than what we were two weeks ago. The Republicans have decided come hell or high water, they're going to open this country back up to make sure that the rich boys don't start losing too much money. They have brainwashed, the Republican Party has brainwashed their supporters, brainwashed their constituents into thinking that making a dime is more valuable than saving a life. And this is what we're facing. I just told you guys yesterday on the show that 1,900 inmates of a correctional facility in Marion, Ohio, 1,900 in a prison have tested positive for COVID-19. Did you hear me? 1,900. The reason why that's significant is because in prison, you can't practice social distancing. So now we know what it's like when you when you crowd a bunch of people into one building. 1,900 people can get COVID-19. Not only that, we have other evidence of how this works. Because in uh, South Dakota, a meatpacking plant there has 800 cases of COVID-19. 800. 800 cases of COVID-19 in one place of work in a meatpacking plant. Now, those of you that are so ready, as I said yesterday, to get back to your $12 an hour job, I don't blame you. But maybe what you should do is hold the government accountable to that $10 trillion tax cut that Republicans gave to the richest people in this country that didn't need it. If they gave that $10 trillion back, we could sit at home for a year to make sure that we fully eradicate and get rid of COVID-19 once and for all. This is the type of accountability that, has, that, that you have to hold these politicians to. The level of accountability that you must hold them to is where's all the money for people who are not millionaires and billionaires because millionaires and billionaires aren't getting COVID-19. It's the people who make $13 an hour that's getting COVID-19. We're getting COVID-19, not millionaires and billionaires. So you have to hold them accountable so that you're not allowing them to use you as a guinea pig so they can make their money. And don't confuse yourself. This is absolutely about the wealthiest people in this country not losing their money. They don't care nothing about, they, they, don't, they don't care anything about your livelihood. This is a story from, uh, from the Indy Star this morning. From Indy Star uh, from this morning. This is uh, Shari Redep, uh Radavsky, Radavsky, maybe? I don't know how you say her name. 
This is what she says from Andy Star, reflecting a uh, a trend uh, seen across the nation. African Americans in Marion County, here in Indianapolis, those of you that listen around the country, we're here in Indianapolis. African Americans in Marion County are far more likely to fall ill with coronavirus than whites, be hospitalized for it, and die from the disease, according to a study released Monday by the Marion County Public Health Department. Elderly people also are more likely to succumb to the disease with less than uh, with less than one death per 100,000 people between the ages of 20 and 44, more than 200 deaths per 100,000 uh, for people that are 85 and older. So African-Americans and older folks are dying disproportionately. And you know what this is? This is a dog whistle. If you're seeing the memes of people, I saw a meme yesterday, or, uh, yesterday, yesterday evening, of a lady, a white lady, holding a, uh, a sign that says, "Let the weak die, open up the country." Or excuse me, "Let the weak die, open up Tennessee." These are dog whistles. This is the Trump administration. And white folks, I don't, dude, that's not fair, Kendall, because all white people, I hear you. This is a dog whistle from the Republican Party saying this is not a white problem. This is a black and brown problem. And if they are going to die at a higher rate than us, then why are we losing money? That's what this is about. That's what this is about. This is them saying we're not having death at a high rate like them. So if they're dying and we're fine, then go ahead and open the government back up then. And I don't and 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 y'all I don't know why we are allowing ourselves to play into this. They're about to open up Georgia. Georgia's about to reopen. But Georgia hasn't hasn't it is still georgia's cases are still climbing you hear them talking about that peak all the time reaching the peak georgia is still climbing yet the governor has opened georgia back up to the point where hair salons and restaurants and movie theaters are going to be open And the reason why they're doing that is because they're saying to you as a black or brown person, we know that you are dying at a disproportionate rate, disproportional rate from white folks, but we don't care. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying to you. That your life does not matter nearly as much as a white life. Because if this if there, if there was white folks dying left and right, this would not be happening. Donald Trump doesn't view you as one of his people. He says it all the time in his press conferences. If you watch them, I call them televised white people meetings. Because it's all about his constituency. And he stands on he stands on that on that podium every day, giving a a, a campaign rally on national television. Talking about how wonderful, how wonderful he's been and, and how good of a job he's done. And it's a dog whistle to say, they don't care nothing about you Negroes. They don't care nothing about you Negroes' health. They don't care about your well-being. They could care less. This is about getting their money back on track. I would strongly encourage you. To remember this in November. Remember this moment in November when they were willing to leverage the lives of black and brown people in this country to make a dime. I want you to remember this time. I want you to remember the time it, at this point in the year, in November, I want you to remember this point in the year where they were willing to sacrifice black and brown lives to make sure that their money was protected because that's what this is about. We have not reached our peak. Just last night, as I'm looking at my Facebook 
as I'm looking at my, my Facebook timeline this morning, three people, African-American, three, have died from COVID-19 in Indianapolis that I that I know or I know someone who knows them. Three just last night. They do not <coughs> care, excuse me, they do not care about your well-being. They are putting their profitability above your life. And at some point, you have got to remember that in November. And hold them accountable for that. This is not cool. This ain't cool. This is not cool. And and here and here's another story. That, that's just Marion County. If you're in Marion County, Indianapolis, you are you are three times more likely to contract coronavirus and die from it than a white person. This is what the Atlanta uh, the mayor of Atlanta. Uh, said ab- about the state of Georgia uh, opening back up. This is from Rolling Out. Uh, this is what she says. She says, if the governor is wrong, more people will die, uh, the Atlanta mayor says. There, here's the story. It says, Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms uh, said she and other state officials are at a loss to understand Governor Brian Kemp's decision to partially reopen the state on Friday April 24th, Bottoms defied the governor when she implored Atlantans to stay home for the time being to continue to thwart the spread of COVID-19 because her city in Atlanta, full of black folks, city of Atlanta is 72% African-American and they are dying left and right. This doesn't happen to Stacey Abrams as governor down there. But the reason why Stacey Abrams is not governor in Georgia is because niggas didn't vote. And if you're not going to vote, they will leverage your life to make their money. You're listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JQLM Radio. Don't go anywhere. I'm coming right back. Stay here and get this work. Tell somebody I'm on the air. Share this. Like this. Subscribe. I'll be right back.
greatest song Subscribe yet to our free online digital interactive magazine, The Ego Magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com and subscribe now. This magazine is all about showcasing and supporting excellence in communities everywhere from music, arts and culture, relationships, finance, education, politics, sports, news, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the tents on the pictures that you see and you'll be taken to a whole nother world behind the articles. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone and I hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support. This is your girl, Lady J, owner and operator of Ego Entertainment and creator of the Ego Magazine. Enjoy. Are you or someone you know struggling with relationships, overcoming abuse, addiction, or suicidal thoughts, or even life challenges in general? Then the Life Support Book Series and Life Support Company is for you. You can purchase the Life Support Book Series on Amazon, Kindle, or www.ladyj.co. To find out more about how the Life Support Company can help you or your youth groups, contact Jacqui Morrow at 317-886-0296 or visit the website at www.ladyj.co. And remember, I'm possible, you're possible. We're all possible. back you're listening to that's good doc with kendall white on jqlm radio you can get the jqlm radio app by going to the google play store and searching for jqlm you can also get jqlm radio by going to tune in iheart radio or streamer or streamer and search for jqlm if you want to find us on social media just hashtag jqlm or at jqlm and you'll be able to find all of our shows and everything we offer i would encourage you to uh, be a part of independent media. Be a part of ind- ind- uh, independent media um, where you have relevant voices that speak directly uh, to the issues that we face and topics that we want to talk about, whether it's relationship or finance or politics or sports. JQLM Radio has all of that covered, and we want you to be a part of the JQLM Radio family. Just simply search for JQLM anywhere on the web. And check out what we have going on. As we continue our conversation today, um, we spent our first segment talking about the fact that the Republican Party is willing to sacrifice your life for a dollar. They're willing to put your life at risk to preserve the dollars of their support of of their of the people who pay for them to be able to be in public office and this is 
the problem with the problem one of the biggest problems right now with Donald Trump and he was always going to do something y'all that was going to put us in danger he was always he was always going to put us in danger it was always going to happen it just it just it it we just didn't know where it was going to come from but we do know it was always going to happen this was always going to happen y'all he was always going to do something that was going to put all of our lives in danger. He was always going to start some war that was going to put our lives in danger. He was always going to start some polit- some some economic war with China, and, and we and we sidestepped that that crisis. He blew up General Soleimani's uh, carpool, his 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 uh, those that were traveling with him, his 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 park his carpool on sovereign soil of Iraq at their airport. General Soleimani was pulling out of the airport. There were civilians around and they blew his car up. We could have went to war with Iran over that. But because of the mercy of God, we did not go to. He was he was calling calling Kim Jong Un rocket man. While he has a nuclear warhead that can reach America. This was always going to happen. <laughs> and there's such a there's such a disconnect between our Christian conservative brethren and and the rest of us. There's such a disconnect and I do not understand how we're that disconnected when we're looking at the same Bible. The Apostle Paul asked a question, who has bewitched you? Who has confused you? You know what I've taught is what he was saying to them. You know what that Bible teaches? How are we confused about whether or not Donald Trump is running this country as a Christian ought? How is that a debate anymore? How? How is that a debate? Here's the facts. The fact is, we have not hit our peak with COVID-19. The fact is, per capita, we are more of our people are dying per capita than any other country on this planet. Here's another fact. The fact is, the fact is that African Americans are being harmed by this at an alarming rate and no one cares. No one cares. And I have another story that I want to read to you guys. So those of you so let me just say this real quick before we move on. Those of you that are in Atlanta, you know, Atlanta's my second home. Yeah, no, I love A Town. But those of you that are in Atlanta, don't let don't let Brian Kemp get you all messed. Don't let Brian Kemp get you killed. Mayor Bottom said, "Listen, y'all need to stay home. I don't care what the governor's talking about. Atlanta's gonna stay home. But look what you're doing if you're Donald Trump. You are pitting mayors against governors. You're you're making governors fight other governors so that those other governors." Uh, you're making governors fight each other for equipment for their medical personnel. You're forcing governors to create their own alliances, their own individual, own individual regional alliances so that they can have a, a, an, an order to how they're going to reopen their states. Because all you have to do, if Kentucky is open and Indiana is not, all you have to do is go down to Louisville if you want to go get drunk. But now you're taking COVID-19 cases from Indiana and people are driving into Kentucky. What you going to do? You're going you're gonna to set up a barricade and not let people travel freely? He is going to cause chaos and the number of cases of COVID-19 are going to go through the roof. They're going to go through the roof. And I'm telling you, don't let them get you. I would, I was talking to a friend and I said to him, man, I would rather, 
you bring your family and y'all sleep on the couches in my house and on the floor because y'all got put out of your house then for you to go back to work and then I have to help raise your kids because you're dead a dollar is not more valuable than a life you cannot let them make you feel like your livelihood is more valuable than your life. What value What value does your livelihood have if your life is gone? What value can you put on your livelihood if you don't have a life to, to take advantage of the livelihood? In the middle of all this, the Senate is working as has passed uh, yesterday, the Senate, and hopefully the House will deal with it today. Another stimulus, another stimulus package, because the first stimulus package that helped businesses, it was supposed to reach small business and it did not. Ruth Chris got 16 million dollars. Why? Tell me how that happens. Why does Ruth Chris get 16 million dollars? of funds that's supposed to go to small businesses. You want to know why? Because the Republicans, the Republicans decided that a small company was any company with 500 employees or under. Technically, the Indiana Pacers is a small company. The Los Angeles Lakers is a small company. Because if you add up all the players on the team, the, the trainers, the coaches, the front office staff, the janitors, you put all them together, it's under 500. And the Dallas Cowboys could qualify for stimulus money because that's how the Republicans are. They didn't set it up. They fought Democrats tooth and nail to make sure that it was not set up in such a way that people who actually need the money could get it. That's not true, candidate. That's not true. There's my no, five hundred. A five hundred employee company is not small. If you got three hundred employees, you're not a small company. Small companies are one hundred fifty or less. That's a small company. Let alone the companies that have. Let alone the companies that have. Five or six employees or 10 employees, or maybe you are, a, maybe you're self-employed. You have your own company. Maybe you are a barber and you are the company. You're not getting none of this stimulus money because of the Republican Party. And you need to make note of that. Churches were supposed to be able to take advantage of the, uh, of, of the fund, to, the, the PPE fund, that, that the, the Payroll Protection for Employees Act. That portion of the money, payroll protection, should have been given some of that to the black church. And I put a post up yesterday. And when I mentioned that, there were several pastors on that Facebook post that didn't even know that they were that they were eligible to get money to pay for payroll. So that the church doesn't go under so that if the pastor was on salary, that 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 the government will give money to that church to pay the salary of that pastor. They didn't even know about it. And that's a problem with black leadership. And I know what's about to happen to me, and I don't care. Black politicians in this country, I'm holding y'all accountable now because most of y'all niggas are Democrats. And they don't like when I start talking like this, but I don't care. If I was trying to start a war, I'd tag them in this post. I tag every last one of them. You have got to do a better job of educating the black community on what's available to us. I want what's mine. And if the black church is supposed to have access to some of this money, then why don't pastors know about it? Why don't black pastors know that they have the ability to apply for funds to help them keep their church afloat? During this pandemic. Because make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. When the dust clears. It is still the black church. That takes care of the poor and the black community. 
I don't care what y'all think about pastors driving around nice cars and all that. He pastors driving around nice cars and they people, they, they people are suffering and they pulling up in a Mercedes. But at the end of the day, all these food kitchens y'all go to is ran by a church somewhere. That is the truth. So when this pandemic is over, and when the dust clears and the financial carnage left behind is there, guess who's going to be there to clean up the mess? The black church. And the fact that our black politicians have not educated black. Pa I haven't seen one single politician. And I'm not going to name names. because I'm not trying to start a war, but I haven't seen any of the black leadership. The black legislative leadership in Indiana and Indianapolis, I haven't seen one of you have a town hall meeting with every black pastor to let them know how they can get their hands on this money. I haven't seen y'all do it for a black business either. Now, what is that about? What is that about? We depend on you to represent us, to educate us, to let us know what's going on. You're in those rooms we are not. So why is it that pastors who who churches that that should have been a part of the the payroll protection portion of the CARES Act? Why is it that they don't even know that money is available to them? And why? Are, and, and then if you're Republican, why are you letting companies that got 500 employees get that money first? Because this is how it works. If when they give this money out. If you have a pre-existing relationship with that bank and you got a bunch of money in that bank, you're going to get access to that money first. You're going to get access to that money before anybody else gets access to it. And that is dead wrong. Y'all, they playing games with you. Can't you see? Can't you see the games they play with you? Well, I got a game for you to play with them. It's called vote. It's called the vote game. And in November, you ought to be voting and you ought to be remembering every single one of these times that a Republican tried to get you to go back to work when we haven't reached the peak. You ought to remembering these black politicians who have not even took the time to have a town hall meeting to let black pastors and black churches and black business know that you have access to this money. Here's how you get it. And if you have trouble getting it, call me. You need to remember all of this. Remember all of this when it's time to vote in November. You're listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JKLM Radio. Don't go anywhere. I'm coming right back. I'm telling you, we have got to hold these people accountable. If you're not going to hold them accountable, they're going to keep taking advantage of you. I don't know about y'all. I ain't going back to work and dying. My life is more valuable than a dollar. Stay right there. I'm coming right back. Come get this work. Tell you how much I love you. This song is for you. Tell you that you mean the world to me. This song is for you. Cause you turned my life around. I was thinking about how much you mean to me. So I wrote a song. This song is for you. You. Every time you made me smile when I was frowning For every time you held me close when I was downing For every time you wiped my tears when I was crying For every time I spent with you and I walk away smiling For every time I needed you and you were always there Every time that I needed you, you always proved to me you came. Oh, to tell you how much I love you. This song is for you. To tell you that you mean the world to me. This song is for you. Because you turned my life around. I was thinking about how much you mean to me. So I wrote a song. This song is for you. 
time I made mistakes and you forgave me For every time I cried out for you and, and you saved me For every time, every time I didn't do all that I could For all those times you loved me like a real love should Every time that I needed you, you were always there Every time that I needed you, you're always true to me You can't show you more to tell you how much I love you from 7.15 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on JQLM Radio on the Business Banger Spotlight Show with your host, Lady J. Tune in to hear from men and women all over the world banging in business. See what products and services appeal to you while receiving exclusive offers and discounts. And get your Business Banger tips for all of you entrepreneurs out there. Tune in by downloading the JQLM Radio app on your Android or Apple devices. Or get JQL Radio through the TuneIn Radio app or the Stream of Simple Radio app. You can also listen live from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com or straight from our Facebook page. Just click on the Use App button. If you miss an episode, download and subscribe on any of your major podcast platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, and more. Business bangers, stay ready. I'm a a diva. I'm a 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 I'm a. We all know a girl can never have too many shoes. So for all of the latest and hottest styles, check out Shoes Galore, owned by Monica Brown. Connect with them via Facebook at Shoes Galore. That's S-H-O-E-Z Galore. The fashion your feet deserve. Calvin, let's go. Yeah. This song right here. We turning our past never again. Everything that was holding us back. Oh, yeah. Let's go. I want y'all to repeat after me. It simply goes like this. Listen.
You're listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on JQLM Radio. Thank you for coming back for the last segment. You can get the JQLM Radio app by going to the Google Play Store and searching for JQLM. You can also get JQLM Radio by uh, looking for us on TuneIn or Streamer or iHeartRadio, wherever you can get independent uh, internet radio or satellite radio, you can find us. We have some stuff coming from a pan, uh, an arrangement with Pandora and some other places for podcasts. And we're excited about that, so stay tuned. We are now in 30 countries. We are in 30 countries. 30 countries. We are JQLM Radio in 30 countries. Um, and we're adding about 1,000 subscribers every month, which is really good. Really, really good. So every month we're adding an, uh, about 1,000 new. Be a part of it. Be a part of the movement so that five years from now, when you hear us on XM Satellite Radio, you can say, man, I remember when JQLM Radio, when they started, I remember, I remember. Everybody wants to jump on something after it's rolling, um, but be a part. If you're on, if you're watching me on Facebook or YouTube, uh, I'm talking to you because if you're on JQLM Radio or on TuneIn, if you're listening to me on the radio, you've already bought in and you're supporting black media and we appreciate you and we love you. And uh, it's black media for black folks by black folks, although... As I say all the time, white folks are welcome. We just don't want you putting your muddy feet on our white couch while you're here. Amen. Just don't 
do nothing crazy while you're here, white folks. We love you. We love white people here on J.K. Ellen Radio. Just don't put your don't put your muddy feet on our white couch. Amen. All right. <laughs> Last segment. <clears throat> Last segment. Um. Oh, okay. So, y'all, this is. <laughs> watch this. Part of the reason why there's a, a a law on the books, a federal law. It's called the Emoluments Clause of the Constitution, as it pertains to the president. the The Emoluments Clause. The Emoluments Clause is in place so that presidents cannot financially benefit from being president. So it is supposed to protect the American people from the president of the United States having financial interests that are more important to him than the interest of the citizens of the United States of America. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because Donald Trump has taken combat boots full of mud and dog crap and walked all over that part of the Constitution. The dude tried to host the G7 summit at Mar-a-Lago at his golf course. They were supposed to, the United States was supposed to host the G7 summit, but they were supposed to host the G7 summit in, uh, in, in a neutral place in D.C. Neutral place, convention center, neutral place. Donald Trump was attempting to move the G7 summit to Mar-a-Lago. To his personal golf course. That's not that big of a deal, Kendall. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Because he was then going to charge the federal government. He was going to charge the federal government. Watch this. $380 million to host it. The only reason why that didn't happen is because COVID-19 broke out. And they end up telephonically hosting the G7 summit through video conferencing. The reason I'm bringing that up is because of this. And here, here's the other thing. Let me let me let me deal with this while I'm on it. While, while while I remember, while we were supposed to be in a tariff war with China, American companies were forbid to do business with China. Y'all remember that? Steel and aluminum and soybean. Don't forget, soybean farmers to this day have not recovered from Donald Trump doing that last year. Soybean farmers still have not recovered. Soybean farmers still have not gotten those contracts with China back. They still haven't gotten them back. But the media... Mainstream media isn't talking about that, obviously because of COVID-19. But don't forget that it's still there. Don't forget that it's still there. Don't forget that there are soybean farmers in Delphi, Indiana. I know one. Happens to be black. But he raised a soybean in Delphi, Indiana, which is just a little east of Lafayette, Indiana. And he has not gotten back his contract with China. China uses more soybean than any other country on the planet. When Donald Trump started playing this tariff war game with them because they depend on soybean, China went to Central America and made a $20 billion investment in Central America to teach them how many of them to come away from from raising coca for cocaine for, for drug lords that now China has taught them how to plant soybean because soybean is very very resilient and those contracts for a lot of those those soybean farmers them contracts has never coming back ever again their biggest customer was China but while Donald Trump was ruining the livelihood of farmers mostly white mostly Republican his daughter Ivanka was getting a $200 million trademark agreement in China. Keep in mind, no businesses are supposed to be doing business with China. 
and yet in the middle of a, ter- in, a in the middle of a tariff war, uh, Ivanka happens upon a two hundred million dollar arrangement with China to be able to sell her products there. The emoluments clause is in place for stuff like that. And you can say, well, that's his daughter. You know, she's doing her own business. No other company in America could do business with him. Why is she able to do it? The reason why I'm bringing that up is because of my last story of the day. This says, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is from the New York Times. I, I, I promise you, if, if if you wanted to sit down and and, and make, a, make up a story, you couldn't make this up. Watch this. This is from the New York Times. It says Trump, the company, asks Trump, the administration, for hotel relief. <laughs> Watch this story. The president's family business. Uh, I just lost my. The president's family business. Um, the president's family business has. Let's see. I'm sorry. I, I had a phone call come through. Good Lord. I'm trying to read it off my phone. The president's family business pays at least three million dollars a year to the federal government. For the lease of the D.C. hotel. Hold on. Let me stop right there for a second. I forgot to mention that. The president's company, his hotel in D.C., he has the federal government paying him $3 million a month to lease space in his D.C. hotel. And if you haven't been to D.C. to see where his hotel is, his hotel is in the old his hotel is in the old, uh, the old post office uh, there in D.C. The old post office right there in D.C. and it is literally two blocks from the White House. Two blocks. You could walk two blocks and get to, and and, and get to, uh, um, and get to uh, the 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 Trump Hotel there in, in downtown uh, D.C. You can walk two blocks and get there. Donald Trump has the federal government paying him, paying his company $3 million a month so that the federal government can host events in, in, his, in his hotel because it's two blocks from the White House. Now, he will say, well, that's my kids. My kids run that. I have nothing to do with it. I have nothing to do with that. My, my sons are running. Are you kidding me? So while companies like, like I told you guys yesterday, companies like Precise Take, Multimedia company, black owned, small black owned multimedia company here in Indianapolis. While while the owner of that company, one of my dearest friends, while he's having trouble getting a hold of the of the small business administration stimulus money for his company. Donald Trump is charging the federal government three million dollars a month and now is asking money to bail out his hotel. What you doing with the three million a month we giving you, Doc? You get $36 million a year from the government for one hotel. This is what it says. President Trump's signature hotel in the nation's capital wants a break on the terms of its lease. The landlord determining the fate of the request is Mr. Trump's own administration. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Trump International Hotel, just a few blocks from the White House, had been favored had been a favorite gathering place for lobbyists, foreign dignitaries, and others hoping to score points with the president. But like most hotels, it is now nearly empty and looking to cut costs because of the coronavirus pandemic. In recent weeks, the president's family business has inquired about changing its lease payments, according to the people familiar with the matter, which the federal federal government has reported which which the federal government has reported about. An amount to nearly, what is it, $2.68 million per month. The Trump administration owns and operates the luxury hotel, but it is in a federally owned building on Pennsylvania Avenue. As a part of its deal to open 263-room hotel, the company signed a 60-year lease in 2013 that requires the monthly payments to the General Services Administration. Eric Trump, the president's son, confirmed that the company had opened a conversation about possible changes to the terms of the lease, which could include payments to future, uh, which which could include adjustments to future monthly payments. The, Trump's or, the Trump organization has said it is current on its rent 
The younger Mr. Trump said the company was asking the GSA for any relief it might be granting other federal tenants. The president still owns the company, but his eldest son runs the day-to-day operations. Y'all, come on. (laughs) Nigga, you gotta be kidding me. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Don't say nigga, Kendall, I almost made it. I almost made it, y'all. I'm doing better. I got 55 minutes into the show before I said nigga. But nigga, come on. (laughs) Nigga, are you kidding me? You have a 60-year lease with the federal government for them to pay you $2.68 million a month, nigga. And you asking me for more money for a bailout? Nigga, bye. Goodbye. I I can't do it. I cannot do it. I wish I could stop the show right now. I wish I could just stop the show right now. I got four more minutes. I wish I could stop it now. Nigga, you got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding. You get $2.6 million a month, and now you're asking the federal government for for, for more money? To bail you out because you currently can't break the emoluments clause, which is an impeachable offense, by the way. Nay, I do know Andrew Jackson, when he got impeached, the first president to ever be impeached, Andrew Jackson, he was impeached because of the emoluments clause. You know that, right? (laughs) You can't make this up. Andrew Jackson was impeached because of the emoluments clause that Trump is breaking every day. And now he's asking the federal government to help him break the emoluments clause. You can't make this up. And they're doing all this while they're trying to get you niggas to go back to work. Knowing good and well that we haven't seen the spike yet. Indianapolis cases are still climbing as I speak. Atlanta's cases are still climbing as I speak. Dallas, Houston, every place that there's a a, a high concentration of black and brown people, the cases are still going up. But it's a dog whistle. They're saying this ain't our problem. This is their problem. And while they're putting your life at risk, they over here begging for money like they ain't got it already. Can't you see? (laughs) Can't you see what happens when you don't vote? I mean, daggone. I mean, straight up. You can't see how this works. You can't see what you can't see how they do how they doing you. The way to do my life, the way to do my life. You can't see it. Come on. Dude, you're asking me to do something that we impeached a president for. Mixing your personal business with your duty as president. I can't make this up if I wanted to. Kendall, you so hard on Donald Trump. He can't do nothing right? No, nigga. He hasn't done anything right. (laughs) But what about the economy? The economy was already rolling down a hill. When Barack Obama left him that economy, it was rolling downhill. It was all you had to do was get on it and, and, and not drive it into a tree. The sled was moving down the hill. He got on the sled and ran us into a tree. The first tree he found, he started he started trying to run us into a tree. You gotta vote. And I'm gonna tell you something. If you're gonna go back to work as a black and brown person, you are stupid. You're dumb. They're using you, Doc. Don't let them do it. <laughs> Don't let them use you like that. Put your life at risk. Put the life of your babies and your and your wife and your husband at risk so they can make a dollar. You've been listening to That's Good Doc with Kendall White on J.K. Ellen Radio. I'll see y'all tomorrow at 10 a.m. I'll have my guest, Pastor Katree Dickens. Y'all make sure y'all join us for that. For That's Good Doc with Kendall White on J.K. Ellen Radio. Love y'all, man. God bless.